Sahara Corp had never intended for its long-range space mission to become a diplomatic voyage through alien space. In fact, notable scientists within the Sahara Science Division had wholly discounted the notion of alien contact by the crew entirely. The team selected had been chosen for their ability to follow company directives and send back research data concerning the viability of several nearby star systems for corporate colonization. Captain Andes had been a board-certified security division specialist. Lieutenant Commander Argyle and Lieutenant Sampson had been Sahara military special ops. Yu Huan was a hand-picked science team specialist. This was not the crew that any corporation or government would have selected to speak to aliens or represent the human race. Circumstances have changed. The entirety of humanity represented in the Garen Zone is on board the DSS-1. This crew, along with a stowaway college student, are humanity's representatives with the first aliens the human race has ever spoken to. The irony of this situation has not been lost on now-acting Captain Samson as he steered the ship ever closer to the coordinates given to him by the crew's mysterious saviors, a silver ship that seemed to move as if it were a large sea creature. He ponders if he will ever bring his ship home to dock in Pilatus, Antarctica, if his crew can survive this harrowing journey that has already claimed two of his longtime friends, and if any of these aliens can be trusted as allies. As these thoughts run through his head, Lorena climbs into the cockpit and says, Wow, have you ever seen anything quite like that? This jostles Samson out of his head and alerts him to what is now dominating the viewscreen. A vast nebula of thick and milky mist stretches as far as the eye can see across the horizon of space. Pockets of turquoise and lavender glow with a calming iridescence. The ship is at the edge of this expanse now, and the rendezvous point looks to be further into the nebula. Man, I can't even see anything in front of us. I hope this uh, coordinate, these coordinates they gave us are uh, correct. This is uh, going to be tough getting out of, I think. This nebula looks, I don't know, it looks kind of cool. We're just like inside of a star nursery right now. You know, this is kind of giving a whole new meaning to the term a star is born. Lorena speaks up and says, if my um, understanding is correct, this isn't just a star nursery. This is supposed to be the Kanjali. All of the gondola uh, originate in this dense pocket of stars wait you're saying those those giant space whales live here well i don't know what a whale is but um it's the thing that saved us from the imperial vessel right oh wow hmm maybe maybe we'll just see some in their natural habitat Regardless, this is going to be a very interesting encounter. Um, Lorena, do you have any information regarding this uh, resistance that we're going to be coming up on? Only what I've briefed you on before. They're against the Endless Empire. They are named the Berets of the End. They're loosely organized. And they don't have a ton of resources, but they're kind of like the boogeyman that... um, is talked about in Imperial space all the time. You'd think every time like a conduit went haywire, it was because the berets got to it. I grew up hearing a lot of stories and I've never met one in person. So nothing like some good old fashioned guerrilla warfare, I guess. Um, 
All right. Well, I guess we better uh, get a move on. Might as well not waste any time. Yeah, agreed. But can we waste a little time? I kind of want to go swimming in a nebula. I can put on my suit. I just want to see if I can or what a space dust feels like in my gloves that I want to actually feel. Or if I can collect some and put it in a little jar. I mean, you're the scientist. You would be the one to know if it's safe or not, right? Um. I just fly the ship. I mean, as a scientist, I would be love to. Di- I would love to discover if it's safe or not. What do you think, Rune? Will I survive? Only one way to find out. And I agree. Do you want to come with me? Absolutely. Okay, so Samson, while you're flying shit, <laughs> me and Rune are gonna get in our spacesuits, and we're gonna tether in the nebula. All right, I'll, I uh, we deserve a little R and R. I'll slow the ship down so we don't like just yank you <laughs> along. Okay. All right, Samson, look at you loosening up. All right, are you ready, Rune? Let's totally do this. Right. Cool. Okay, I'm gonna grab a little jar because I'm definitely gonna collect some. And just, you know, see, and just, I just want to see what happens when you just put nebula in the jar. <laughs> when you put nebula in a jar? We're not talking about a literal, like, mason jar, are, are we? It's like, <laughs> it's like a containment ju- uh, right. capsule, right? Yes. <laughs> definitely, a, definitely a capsule. Are we sure about that? Opens a pickle jar. Pickles start floating <laughs> off into the nebula. Ah, shit. <laughs> All right, grab some nebula. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's Listen. mixing in my pickle juice. Yuhan's <laughs> favorite It's nebula mixing pickles. in the brine. <laughs> Come have a taste. I made pickled nebula, everybody. Yep. Oh, ooh. Come have a taste of Yummy. these pickles. Soaked in primordial juices. Oh, let's do this. And probably space whale pee. <laughs> Maybe some other That's stuff That's what too. gives it that special flavor. Right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys suit up and and head to the airlock. Um, you're like next to the airlock window, and you can just hear like the tinkle of um, space dust just kind of uh, rack it off the the metal of the door here. Ooh, kind of sounds like a fairy. Are you guys ready to go? Ready for your jump? We are. Okay. All right. Suit it up. Magical girl suit transformation. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm in. Gavin, we're going to need you to describe the magical girl transformations. (laughs) Yeah, not happening. (laughs) (laughs) I tried. Yeah, you're still in the airlock. I, you, no, no one's described leaving yet. You know what? I'm just gonna. I'm all suited up. I'm all tethered up. Bam! I'm just, I'm just gonna do this. Jump I'm right in, head first. Checking. I'm gonna dive the into the nebula. Oh wait, we yeah. gotta check our harnesses. Make sure they are appropriately tethered. Okay, well, (laughs) Dr. Safety Patrol over here is going to double check my harness real quick and then head first into the nebula. Right. No bursting buckles and flying away. (laughs) Right. Like, okay. Whatever. All right. Suited up. Tethered up. Ready to get 
lathered up by Nebula. Rune pushes the button, and uh, the air depressurizes from the airlock as you are um, kind of shot out into open Nebula. And it's kind of like it's kind of like being in like a uh, like a high pressure um, like shower almost. You're just getting like tinkled with on on the through your suit. You can kind of feel like little pelt pellets of uh, of space dust kind of brush past you. And uh, yeah, it's it's bright out here, much brighter than you're used to. You kind of you get the sense that you're just like surrounded by lights and uh you have you a little yourself a little spacewalk wow i feel like i'm tripping but i'm not tripping i just i feel fuzzy and there's lights everywhere and i can't describe this <laughs> i'm just making little swimming motions Trying to gather, making a nebula angel. I'm just like, you're acting ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have Even already started playing mermaids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I reach into the back of my little, wherever I keep things in my spacesuit, and I pull out this little container, and I press the little button on the bottom and just. And just start sucking in dust. All right. So, uh, Yu Huan is distracted by uh, collecting a sample of the nebula. Rune, you look out and into um, the deep nebula, and you can see uh, shapes starting to move um, in the distance. Uh, they are large like animal looking shapes and they're kind of swimming through the nebula with their silvery bodies kind of just shining as they go. They're so pretty. Oh, what is? Look. Uh okay. Give me one moment. I'm just finishing my Okay. I think I have enough of this. Yeah, I mean you catch like uh like four sets of fins kind of like swimming mm-hmm. through um shooting out little paddles as they go um through this mist uh and it's rather it's it's rather beautiful and and silent i mean it you know space is quiet uh right. but it's it's all visual there's no, there's you know no no sounds to be heard in this nebula Lorena is, is sitting kind of, well, rather awkwardly in your human chairs in the cockpit and says, oh, looks like there's a, a family of gondola off in the distance. You see them, Captain Samson? Oh, yeah. Look at that. That's, uh, I mean, I shouldn't be surprised by anything new at this point. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, neat. <laughs> I just hope your uh, friends don't encounter any Neshu while they're out there. Well, yeah. They've been known to frequent this nebula as well. High levels of gamma radiation and all that. 
That would make sense. I take well, it we can't hear her? Oh, no. I mean, I think she's on comms. Oh, yeah. is she? Wait. Yeah. Wait, are you talking about those space bats that almost killed us, Lorena? Uh, yeah. Oh my god, they're here too? I suddenly want to go back inside. So we could go back in. We could go back in right now. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Are I you mean, sure? I mean, we could just keep trolling along. I thought this was like our little joyride, getting a little time to hang out. I am having a great time, and now I would like to have a great time inside the ship. I guess. Oh no, I insist. If it pleases the captain. <laughs> Less than sense. Well, uh, if it, just to be, uh, you know, just to be very clear, uh, you're you're in just about as much danger outside of the ship as inside. If we encounter a swarm of Neshu, they'll attack the engines. That's a fair point. Yeah, yeah well, that, that's okay. How much in the shit do you want to be? Did you guys bring any weapons along with you? I mean, if the entire nebula is gamma, we probably don't have enough. Maybe there's bigger deposits of it elsewhere. Most certainly. Okay, maybe maybe we'll be fine. I'm not going to lie, this is the view of a lifetime. And it's almost as if we're in a magical... Wonder World, and I kind of want to soak this up. So I'm swirling my hand in dust, thankful for yeah. a filtration system. <laughs> it kind of, uh, as you as you kind of move your hand through, um, you know, it it pushes uh, particles out of the way. It kind of leaves a trail where you can see how your where your hand has moved. It's it's really trippy. Well, are we coming up on the thing yet, or getting pretty close? Looks like about another hour into the into this nebula. All right. Well, gang, um, how's your joyride going out there? Ready to come in yet? Not yet. You should come out, Samson. Oh, I am just fine. <laughs> right. Are here. you sure? I don't mind uh, taking the wheel for you. You watch as Rune like like flips does like a slow flip across the the viewport and you get a little bit of nausea (laughs) (laughs) no that's uh this is this is plenty for me i am uh i'm gonna be okay right where i am it's such a great view i've uh i'll take some pictures or whatever (laughs) okay you swim swirls spinning to the front of the ship and begins to swirl dust to make it look like they're forming an energy blast. <laughs> Samson, you really should try this. We have such few moments to just be ridiculous. Look at this. I'm making oh, a- it. Every moment with you all is ridiculous. I just think this one's a little bit nicer because you guys are enjoying yourselves and I'm also enjoying myself. Yeah, any second not running for our lives. <laughs> it's a great second for me. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, folks. Looks like we uh, we should probably keep going. Um, yeah. A last call on your uh, do whatever flips and shit you want to do, and then let's uh, let's get back in. I hope you enjoyed yourselves. Hopefully, we're not going to be in the shit for much longer. Right. All right. I'm just gonna fly back. 
to real life inside of this shit. I'm just sometimes a little claustrophobic. And... Woo! Alright, back to Port Rune already. I'm gonna take that silence as, nope, let's stay outside longer. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Alright, preparing our return. Okay, you guys float back to the to the open airlock and uh, climb your way in and hit the pressurize button and uh, the the particles that have gathered inside of the airlock with you all just kind of rain down uh, as air and gravity returns to this chamber and you have returned to your ship. folks let's get y'all up here and uh, i'm gonna speed us back up so that we can uh we can get there all right all right yuhan pulls out the capsule kind of walks towards android and begins speaking hey android so i did collect this capsule full of nebula dust um when you get some free time would you like to analyze its composition and see what's in there and if there's anything that we can gather in a pinch for resources. I would like to have free will, but I guess I'll analyze this sample. Thanks, Android. I knew you would make the right decision. Wink, wink, thumbs up. <laughs> and walks off. And you just leave her holding a capsule, looking, well, deadpan. I mean, Android <laughs> doesn't really ever look different. Her face doesn't move. And you head back up to the cockpit. Uh, Samson has resumed speed. And now the pitter-patter of the nebula dust is is picked up as it, you, your ship pushes its way around all the space dust. And you guys travel like this for another, yeah, another like 45 minutes to a soft hour. Now you are in... The, the color has very much shifted to be like almost exclusively lavender in this area that you're that you find yourselves in. And there is a large half moon uh, that has just had like a, a hole blasted through it, kind of uh, sitting here in the middle of the nebula and uh, chunks of it kind of float around and you take this to be the rendezvous point the 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 coordinates end here and so um you're sort of waiting uh in this in this spot with this giant desiccated moon and then a flash of silver comes from behind some debris and one of these gondola swims its way down to you and you can see it's got like battle scars there are like deep gashes across 
its hull that have been patched with almost like giant metal staples or or, or bandages um, to seal the breaches. And yeah, this thing it's got it's got guns mounted on it on like the undersides of its two front fins, and uh, it kind of floats to a rest in front of you and you get a ping on your communicator all right you hold on look alive looks like we're getting another message um see if you can help uh translate for us you ready i am all right this is the dss1 can you hear us a video screen um pops up and you are staring at uh two aliens um, on your on your viewport, uh, the f- the one in the middle, it's a lean feminine figure stands with a stalwart straight backed posture in a green and gray leather uniform. She has a scaly epidermis with rectangular patterns covering all visible skin. On her face is a thin pair of lips, hard and pointed like a beak. Her hands are exposed and reveal three fingers and a thumb, each capped with lo- inch long talons. There is not any indication of hair anywhere on her skin, and a short armored tail pokes out from her uniform jacket. Behind her shoulder blades, you can see the outline of a shell covering her back. She shines dully in the ship's lighting, which gives her golden scales a glossy look, like buttered corn. And then her companion um, stands a foot taller uh, than her. It seems like... um, this is the same species, but the uh, males uh, appear very physically different from their female counterparts, uh, while the um, female is lean and smooth with rectangular scales on her body. Um, this one is covered in spiny triangular scales. His uniform separated separates at the back to accommodate for a large, heavy shell, and his round face has a much more pronounced and pointed beak tip. He seems to hunch forward, the weight of the shell pushing down on his back, and his ruddy red color is much duller than the golden scales, and skin appears as if it would be rough. And they both uh, give you a a greeting, which is just like two um, two arms, uh, kind of outstretched, outstretched like they're declaring a field goal with fists, and uh, begin speaking. Well, the one, the the smaller uh, female begins speaking. Okay, I got a 12, so plus one lower, 13. Okay, so um, you let this one talk for a little bit. Uh, The speech is very slow and and methodic, um, and uh, you start to, it's it's almost like um, very calming and lulling. Uh, the pace at which they speak, and after uh, what would be, you know, quite a bit longer than you would have anticipated, y- you start to pick up on the patterns, and and then uh, you just catch the tail end of her saying, "I do not think they understand me, Rillo." Um. Yeah, we do. I do at least. You good? At first, I thought you were just showing off your muscles. But now I can see that it is actually a form of hello. So in that regard, I shall start buffing my pecs. 
<laughs> you know, arms up, fists out. <laughs> you know. Yeah, the uh, the the bigger male kind of crosses uh, his arms and leans in and whispers something in the ear of the the female, uh, and she says. I take no offense at them, Rillo. They're they're clearly new to this zone of space and wouldn't know to how to address a JDF officer. A JD what officer? If you don't mind asking. A Jagger Defense Force officer. Oh, what's that? Are you some type of military force? Jagger Defense Force is the uh, greatest military uh, to ever exist. Well, outside of the Empire, I suppose. Okay. All right. One second. Wait, what are your names? My name is Yuhuan. I am the ship's technical engineer. I handle all the fun electronical things on our ship, and I'm great at it. So that is I. Here is our captain, and... Favorite stick in the mud, Samson, who is our captain and does all the things that are required of a captain. Here is our rune. She's our stowaway. She's great. And she knows how to fly a ship very fast. So there's good things in store for her, I'm sure. And yeah, that's us. We're just a... Oh, oh yeah, sorry. We also have Android here. Sorry. She doesn't move a lot, so sometimes I forget she's here. Just kidding. Anyway, she's our ship's android. She's basically our mother board. Ha ha ha. And yeah, we're just a ragtag group of Sahara employees that got lost in a wormhole and ended up here and managed to survive more than one life or death encounters which makes me feel like we are very experienced travelers. We're also kind of hungry, and if you like to take us in, that would be wonderful. I don't want to, like, fear for my life anymore. Large smile. That was a long introduction. Yeah. I am, I am primary Ganji, and this is my adjunct Rillo. I'm in charge of this, this vessel and all of its military activities. And Rillo serves as my second-in-command. I'm so sorry. I just don't want us to be killed. Or, sorry, we just had a couple of weird run-ins, you know, with military forces that so just immediately decided that we should be space dust. So, excuse me if I'm a little bit awkward. You seem great, though. And on that note, hold on one second. <clears throat> okay. Oh, hi, Samson Rune. Okay, so I'm talking to these... Can they hear us right now? They can hear you, they just can't understand you. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Sorry, sometimes I forget when I can speak their language that they can't speak mine. Okay, yeah, so I'm literally talking to these giant space turtles. And, yeah, they're actually kind of chill. Um, one's name's Rillo. Um, that's the second in command. And the other one... I forgot his name. I'm so sorry. This is all a lot. 
And, um, yeah, they're apparently part of this militia group called the Jagger Defense Force, who are the greatest military to ever exist outside of the Empire. So, it sounds like there may be some sort of subsect of the Empire, or it could possibly be fighting against it. I don't know. Let's just read it between the lines. What do you think, Lorena? Have you ever heard of the Jagger Defense Force? Of course. I have. uh, (laughs) Every Imperial does. They're, well, our kind of greatest adversary. Oh, Uh, are they? Yeah, Empire kicked them out of their home world about 10 years ago. They've kind of been um, finding a new home out in space ever since. Really sad stuff. I'm, I'm, I feel for them. I do. Uh, they probably wouldn't like me though. Oh yeah, you, you know you're probably, probably have some of those all imperial mannerisms that they probably wouldn't like, huh? Um, so I take it these are not the group that you're looking for. Well, they're certainly not the Empire. I'd form. I'd find. After they overcome the fact that I'm an Imperial, they'd find more, I'd find more sympathy with them than I would with my own people, so. Okay. But I don't know. Well, I'm going to see if they can help us, because, you know, we're kind of lacking on a lot of things. And, you know, being in the care of any type of defense force sounds like pretty great. What do you guys think? Yeah. Uh, just make sure you ask <clears throat> why they sent us these coordinates. I know that they saved us, but they didn't have to go to the lengths to uh, have us come all the way here. I just want to know what kind of stake they have in us uh, before we do anything serious. How about you ask all of those little questions, and I'll just translate for you. That way, nothing will get lost in the sauce of my excitement or... You know, just general awkwardness in talking with giant space turtles. So, what do you think? Okay. Cool. All right. All right. Uh, Group photo. Group photo. Group transmission. Okay. Two for two. Let's do this, Samson. Okay. Ask them why they send us the coordinates. Okay. Hello. Thanks for your patience, Rillo and... Do you mind repeating your name and position once more for my captain here? I am Primary Ganji. All right. That is Primary Ganji. Okay. Um, Yuhuan turns back to Primary Ganji. So, Primary Ganji, this is our primary question. We would like to know why you particularly requested the coordinates that you sent us to be here. Sure. Well, you are being pursued by an Imperial warship. Uh, they are going to find you anywhere in open Garen space. I wanted to talk to you uh, to get a feel for who you are and why it is you're being pursued by the warship and felt that this was the safest place to take you. I guess we really don't have any other choice. 
Um, tell them if they'll allow us to board their uh, ship thing that we uh, would be happy to talk to them uh, more in person. Okay. Um, Primary Ganji. Yes. All right. We request permission to board your vessel um, in the event that we speak more on the terms of our pursuit, pursuement, being pursued by these imperial forces that you speak of. Um, I'm afraid I have to decline that request. JDF regulation states that I am not allowed to to engage directly with um, unknown species. You could be carrying diseases that I'm not aware of. You could be um, hostile, capable of great destruction. And I'm, I have a lot of civilians and imperial defectors on board who I need to keep safe. Okay, one second. Okay, Samson, he said that they're not going to let us on board because we could be murderous disease bags. Ah, uh, just some nice, good, plain sense. I give him a thumbs up and a nod and I... <laughs> Yeah, I uh, need I need everyone to realize uh, Ganji is a is a woman. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yes. Wait. Yes. Get, oh. I described well, her as I described her as feminine and said that Rillo is the is is, is the, the masculine. masculine. Yeah. Oh. Oops. I totally got that mixed around. I thought Rillo was the feminine one and Ganji was the big brute. Oops. Maybe she's saying no because I've been talking to Rillo this whole time. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> she did. <laughs> she did. She did mention that she has Imperial Defectors on board. So maybe we could tell them that we have our own Imperial Defector. And maybe that will allow make them curious enough of who that is to allow us on board. What do you think, Lorena? Since we're about to offer you up on a silver platter. Uh, well, I'd be, I'd be interested to know who it is that they have on board uh, uh, and what their condition is. Are they prisoners? Are they guests? And also she's scary. Right. But you're also a doctor. And while she is a giant, scary turtle monster, she did. Oh my gosh. I'm so problematic. I'm sorry. While she is a large, beautiful, luminescent, scaly oh that tail how it shines um yeah she did mention concern for her people so maybe the fact that you're a doctor might also have her find us more welcoming and you can confirm that we are not disease bags well i could go aboard i don't want to do it but you could tell her i'm here and that I am an Imperial, and that I have been vaccinated against all known Jagger diseases, as well as several other species. And so, of all of us, I'll probably be the least likely to make them sick, but she'd have to trust me, so. Lorena, I understand that you want to offer up your technology to the Resistance, correct? 
Yeah, I that well, that was the whole reason I defected from the Empire was to get the tech, get my stealth technology into the hands of the Berets. I see. We, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure we could use this as a bargaining chip for your safety aboard the ship. But if this isn't the Berets, and we offer them that technology, then what bargaining chip? we're going to have for the berets and is it even wise to let them anyone besides them know about this secret technology this is uh i mean it's a choice for i feel that uh lorena can make which uh depending on what you would uh like to do we can we can decide all i'm concerned about is just getting out of the shit so whatever gets us there the quickest i will do it gladly Okay. What do you think, Lorena? I think we should just start by mentioning that you're a doctor. See see how they feel about that. But I guess, in the end, it's whatever you want to do. What are you thinking? I am thinking that it's probably worth a shot to get you guys some sort of diplomatic street cred. Uh, and... While my people are not their favorite, they at least know where I'm coming from. So you're an unknown and, and I'm not. It's no it's, you know, dealing yeah. with the dealing with the, the villain that you know rather than the villain you don't. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. Um well let's let's see what happens. I'll go ahead and buzz them back in. Okay. Primary Ganji. Yes. Okay, we take to heart your concerns and find it very noble and indicative of the makings of a great leader that you carry, that you deny us passage onto your ship for the sake of your people. And, however, we would ask that you allow passage of one of our crew members, previously unstated, for they are an Imperial Defector. Her name is Lorena, and she is a doctor, and as such has been inoculated against all diseases known to the Jagger. We would request that you speak with her and allow her passage for into your ship where you can determine, based on your interactions with her, how safe we may or may not be. Um, yeah, Lorena says, um, I can uh, I can actually take care of this, Yuhuan. Um, and you see her, her uh, kind of enter the room and starts talking um, in the Jagger language as well, and says, Hi, I'm... Um, I'm Lorena. I'm a scientist from Adonis Beta. I have level 16 inoculation clearance, and I'd, I'd really like to talk to your Imperial defectors that you mentioned on, are on board. I haven't seen some of my people in quite some time. And Ganji kind of gives her like a soft eye and says, that would be okay. I will have a a shuttle meet your vessel 
and uh, shuttle you across. Really? Wow. Thank you, Ganji. Miss Ganji. Rillo says, that's primary Ganji. Primary Ganji. You're the realist. Thank you. Okay. So, um, yeah, that worked. Um, she's going to let Lorena on board. And I guess we'll just sit here and twiddle our thumbs while we figure out what, you know, what's going to happen. Greetings, dear listeners. Welcome to the menagerie of podcasty goodness. Gavin from Roll Warriors here to rap for a second about some of the goings-on and give you my hat-in-hand speech. Firstly, if you haven't heard the news, I've started a Twitch stream. I play video games and hang out, and you can come and ask me questions. It will be live-streamed every other Tuesday on opposite weeks of the podcast release schedule, so come and check me out from 8.30 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at the underscore rollist underscore warrior. Full streams will also be available video on demand on Twitch for one week after the stream, so those who miss it live will still get a chance to see it. Since I release all the podcast episodes for free, I wouldn't mind if you were able to send some financial support by going to our Patreon at Roll underscore Warriors. For $5 a month, you will gain access to some bonus content in the form of extra episodes and one-shots, as well as get to suggest what bonus episode we make next. In addition, patrons will receive the deluxe version of the Season 1 EP once it's released. This will mean extra songs selected from Season 1 of Roll Warriors in their final mastered format. Feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at Roll Warriors for shoutouts, fan art, burning questions, or really whatever you like. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, with that all out of the way, I'm going to let you go and get back to the episode. So the viewport, you can see a gap open kind of in the side of this creature, the lower side, and a small ship kind of uh, gets spit out and starts making a beeline for your ship. And then when it it gets on approach, it's roughly the size of uh, the DSS-1. And it's just kind of like a about as normal as a non-human ship could look. It's it's just like a triangular transit van. I don't know. <laughs> very, very simple in design and, and utilitarian. Um, and it definitely does not look like this creature uh, in any way, shape, or form. And it kind of like pings uh, as it approaches you. All right. Go ahead. Open up the communication then. And like this, like... Uh, kind of loud klaxony <clears throat> voice says this is automated ship control 337 of monstro requesting docking clearance oh my god the ships talk i'm sorry this is awesome wait oh my god how sentient are you okay do you know how old you are when you were built do you know your model do you know the fuel that you take uh do you know your passenger capacity like how many things do you know how many things can you answer just let me ask you these very quick questions in succession go i was 
constructed 17 cycles ago. I, my current designation is 3370042. I take gamma fuel primarily, but I can be utilized under extreme measures fueling by deuterium. Wow. It, it answers. Like, it answers almost all of those questions. Oh my god, I want one! This is amazing! Oh my gosh, this is just their taxi. Can you imagine what's on their shit? Oh my god, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm getting I'm getting pulled away. Um, anyway, sorry shit. Uh, I'm just gonna stand over here and pretend that this is not happening. So I will not interrupt these obviously very important proceedings anymore. Lorena, like, kind of leans in and goes... Are they going to talk to the toasters, too? Oh, it well, depends if the toasters uh, talk back. We'll have to see, I guess. Um, all right, opening up the uh, docking procedures, I guess. Yep. And uh, Lorena kind of grabs their bags and uh, heads down to the, uh, to, the, to the loading dock, to the airlock. And you see them, uh, Rune especially takes note that they grab all of the belongings that they had in the little makeshift cot that you had prepared for them. Oh, leaving us. Lorena says, I'm not, this might not be goodbye. I'll see what it's like over there and I'll put in a good word for you guys. And if there's need for me to come back there, then I'll come back. But yeah, I'll I'll see you over there. And she kind of just like, gives you like a punch on the arm (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. um i just like look at my arm and then like look back at lorena and then like back at my arm and she kind of crouches down into the airlock and uh then once she's in the shuttle you see her like stand at full height and kind of stretch her arms out (laughs) um and uh and sits down and then the um, automated ship pulls away and begins its ascent back into the this sentient ship. Suddenly, a blast rings out from behind the uh, broken moon and uh, strikes the silver gondola across its broadside. Uh, and you see the Imperial warship pull into view, its full complement of armaments locked and loaded, and it begins firing upon the uh, silver gondola ship, uh, which has to take evasive maneuvers as it attempts to avoid uh, being blasted at. Uh. As the warship gets closer... Uh, harpoons fire out from its front and skewer into this creature and begin uh, pulling at it. Uh, At the same time, a beam lasers down and grabs the automated shuttle carrying Lorena and begins to suck her back in. And like little fighters are released from from the warship's sides. Three of them peeling off towards you. Holy uh, shit! Okay, um, Android, we're gonna need you to take battle stations and get ready to calculate evasive maneuvers immediately. Rune, 
Ha ha ha, this is your time to shine. You're going to assist Samson with any type of maneuvering that might be too complicated for one person. And I will operate our non-existent weapons. We have weapons. We yeah. do have weapons attached. Yeah, Rune, without even thinking, has already started manning the weapons. Yeah. Rune, you good on the guns? Let's get started. All right, Yuhuan, <laughs> right, I need you to keep Yuhuan's up. Yuhuan's like, I'm going to give you guys orders, and everyone else is already doing shit. <laughs> yeah. <Rune. laughs> yeah, everyone has just started moving. Rune is like, wait a minute. They got my weird alien girlfriend. <laughs> we got to shoot. All right, uh, here's the plan. We're going to, um, I'm taking us off towards the tethers first. Let's see if we can uh, get in close and uh, blast a hole on those. If they saved our ass. Let's see if we can save theirs. Aye, aye, Captain. All right, so I would like to go ahead and fiercely assault. Okay. That is going to be, plus my force, that's going to be a 12. A 12. All right. Uh, you choose two, and I choose one. Okay. I'm gonna go with... Your avenue of escape is clear, and you inflict savage, terrifying harm, frightening and dismaying your foes. Okay. And I am going with someone or... Something or someone important to you is harmed. And... Bummer. I have a feeling uh, I know who. Yeah, do you? Um, all right, so your avenue of escape is clear. Um, you are kind of maneuvering your ship through these uh, tethers and firing on them as you go. Um, you are going to break uh, many of them off. Not all. Um, but there are, uh, there are several that come free. Uh, you can see... As you fly past, the the nebula has has become kind of muddy with uh, what looks to be blood. Um, there is definitely like a, a gray-green liquid oozing from the open wounds that have been inflicted by this warship. And the someone or something important to you is harmed is this beam that has been pulling the shuttle into the the warship um, succeeds, and you see the uh, doors of a small bay uh, slam shut over the shuttle as it disappears from view, Lorena being sucked inside of the warship. No! Oh god, they got her. Um... What do you think they're gonna do to her? I'm sure defectors are. Imperial, yeah, she's an imperial defector. I was gonna say, I do think uh, defectors Bad are not things. treated well. We definitely don't treat them well, so I can only imagine what these rat bastards will be doing. Rat bastards. Okay. Uh, is there anything that we might be able to do to save her? Uh, I don't know. She got sucked into that thing, so we probably won't be able to get inside. Unless we're really about to attempt a suicide mission and fly in one of those hatches. Uh, just as you're thinking about that, you feel uh, the ship get rocked as uh, you take a uh, shot at your back oh! um, from one of the 
from the one of the pursuing fighters, and oh, the shit. the ship has taken one hull damage. Mm. I am gonna uh, try to defuse since I'm flying the ship, uh, and use a uh, plus steel endurance quick action and try to evasively maneuver ourselves around. Try to do like a little like the stop and stop and go try to get behind yeah. him so we could take another shot at him yeah we're not do the that. do the whole aerial loop so that you show up behind them <laughs> it is it is called an aileron roll and not a barrel roll all right here we go <laughs> it is a nine nine all right so you've bought some time uh but you choose one the gm will demand a sacrifice to secure your safety it's only a temporary reprieve and the danger will soon return or the danger is still present but threatening someone or something else uh it's only a temporary repeat reprieve and the danger will still return yeah okay so uh you have managed to maneuver your ship um so that it is not in the direct fire of the fighters at the moment um by kind of putting yourself in between them and the warship that you're like kind of skiffing across the hull of the warship in hopes that they won't fire on their own vessel and it it does work (laughs) we established that we have two guns right yes on both wings okay i am gonna go ahead and try to take these fighters out all right. Um, do I need to roll separately for each fighter that I... Yeah, they're all okay. separate. Uh, so a fiercely assault roll is going to only affect one of them at a time. Okay. okay, that's cool. Can I operate one of the other guns? Uh, you can try, yeah. Okay. Sounds uh, great. Tag uh, team this bit. That was a 10 for me. Okay. This time... Uh, I'm going to go with you inflict savage, terrifying harm, frightening, and dismaying your foes. And also, you scavenge something valuable. Gain a device. Okay. Actually, Um, sorry, 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 I lied. Stop talking. (laughs) I'm a dickhead. I would rather go with you get information from your foes. Get one data. Okay. All right. So you'll collect a a data uh, and... um, you blast one of these uh, ships in the wing um, of its, like, uh, kind of dragonfly-esque frame, and it starts to uh, sputter as it's, like, starting to lose control, uh, and it peels away to, to kind of leave this dogfight. Um, the other two... Um, notice that you have now run out of, uh, their ship to begin firing on you again, and, uh, you're going to take another hull damage. Shit. But you got a data. But we got a data. Uh, okay. Uh, You, Juan, Um, are you making a a shot? Uh, yes. I'm going to try to target one of the other ships, but I also want to, like, unleash power. I think we've used Unleash Power with them in the past when they were new and shitty. Uh, but now that they've got like they've got degree of motion, you've kind of got them dialed in correctly um, and made improvements to them. They are just a gun and they fire reliably. <laughs> okay, that works for me. Um, so on that note, I'm going to fiercely assault and try to. Can I try and uh, do the 
do these like fighters have like cockpit windows or can we try and shoot um, windows? They, they have uh yeah, they have glass. Um, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a sheen, like, like a yellow glass that you can't really see inside, but there's somebody inside there probably. Okay. I'm going to try to aim for at least one of the windows on that ship and see if I can hit it. Uh, I only rolled a five. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> can I, can I call for help? Can I, can I call for Samson's assistance? Call you absolutely can. Yeah, <laughs> Otherwise, okay. I'm taking a hard move. Uh, that's a that's an eight. Okay, so it's a mixed success. All right, go ahead and uh, which you get to choose one, and I'll I will choose two from the lists. Okay. Well, I guess since you saved the roll, you can pick it, Samson. I'm just gonna say that the avenue of escape is clear. Yeah, there is a. Uh, there's a, a, a debris field um, in this, like, moon hole <laughs> that you can kind of uh, recoup and, and, and get away from the fighters for a second. Um, and uh, you hit this one squarely in, uh, in its cockpit. Um, it's like a little laser hole uh, because it's not, you know, targeting anything that explodes. Uh, but it immediately, the ship starts uh, spinning out of control uh, and will explode on a nearby wall of the moon. And the two things that are going to happen is um, the the one that is, is left gets a like very intense follow on you now. Uh, and the other thing is that... Um, it is going to target your target your engine and take a fire or take a shot at you, and you you feel like there's there's a drag now. Okay, so we're moving. Okay, yeah, yeah. You're you're not moving as as quickly as you were before. You might be okay. leaking fuel. Hmm. Okay. Got it. That doesn't sound um, too good. Ooh, I was gonna ask Android to do a diagnostic on a ship to see the extent of the damage and how and what what like how much we could take before we like pretty much die. Yeah. I mean, the hull damage you can, you can keep track of with the ship health bar. Uh, two damage is major leaks, urgent risk of oxygen loss. Yeah. Hmm. Uh Oh, how long would it take to patch holes? Several hours, probably. The, the faster you get someone started on it, the faster it'll <laughs> get it gets done. fixed. Okay. Okay. Um, um Cool. I'll get to work on starting to patch those holes. Question. Um, Android, can you do a quick scan on that giant broken circular thing? Do we have any idea what it is? Or can we see what's inside? I mean, it was a moon. Was it? a giant piece of rock. Was it just a moon? Yes, it was just a moon. That's a moon. That's no moon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, is this... Real quick question. Is this Gavin sarcastically answering Demi's questions, or is this Android sarcastically answering Yuhuan's questions? That's important it's, for me to know. It's Gavin. Okay. <laughs> sarcastically answering Yuhuan's questions. <laughs> A little bit of both. 
Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure if it was like some giant defense system that was deactivated and we could fly inside of it and try to unleash power and shoot a giant moonbeam at this warship. So that's why I was asking. Moonbeam. Imagine if somebody took just a big, big old bite out of the moon and just put it mm-hmm. back. It's like there's a huge crater and debris kind of floating around it. Okay. So you are weaving through the debris kind of along the, the, the wall uh, that was cut out. Okay. Um, can we do one more fiercely assault on this last ship following us? Uh, yeah, someone can. Um, yeah. I'm going to wait for you, Juan. So, you, Juan, okay. you can either... You got two problems. You got your leaking fuel and you've got hull damage. Uh, you can only do one at a time. Okay, I'm going to start in the fuel first. That seems to be like the most pressing issue. If we're on a fuel, we're like sitting ducks, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah, so... You're not wrong. Yeah, so I'll get to work on the fuel first. And then try to get right. that fixed. You make your way down. You make your way down to the uh, to the cargo hold to take a look at the engine. And an android will follow you because she feels like she's going to be more useful there than on the battle deck. Hmm. Fair enough. Okay. Is there any role that I need to make for like trying to fix this? Is it a diff- yeah, I wish there was a fixed ship roll. I wish there was a fixed ship ro- roll so fucking hard. I was um, just gonna try to you could diffuse, do diffuse with plus lore. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be the best choice. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, just do a diffuse roll. Um, I guess physical exertion. So that's a force roll. Um, I have. Would it be improvised technology or remembered information? I think that's the one, bud. And now that you're Yuhuan and your brains aren't don't have the scramblies anymore, you do have remembered information about the ship. <laughs> yes. Okay. Ooh. Okay. I got a twelve. I got a eleven oh, plus one lore nice. twelve. Nice. It's as if the universe heard me and it was like, "That's right. <laughs> yeah, Yuhuan doesn't they have the brain scramblies. Do they do know. Information. They do know." <laughs> Uh-huh. Right. They remember it so hard. Hell yeah. <laughs> so hard, we're going to roll an 11. All right. So, yeah, it's, it's the situation is safe until unless changed significantly. So you get into uh, the engine, and you locate the breach, and it is in one of the wing thrusters. So you and uh, the android head over to there and you've got to move some stuff to get to it because it's not like it's not like a conduit you can just like access um you gotta kind of have to crawl through uh, a little bit of uh hull to get to this uh this leak but once you're there a quick blowtorch is all it takes to seal the plug and android says excellent with that we've only lost Three percent of our fuel reserves. I'm glad it was three percent. Uh, thank you, Android. Next is the hull, so I guess we could try to get started on that. Yeah, while Hugh Juan makes their way down to the hull, I'm gonna go ahead and try to attack that last fighter. Go for it, babe. All right. Not so good that time. It's only a nine. Oh, so close. 
Yeah. I know. You get to choose one, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to once again inflict savage, terrifying harm. I would like to once again inflict savage, terrifying harm. <laughs> <laughs> Huge harm. No, you're confusing the Bernie Sanders meme with... Yeah. Donald Trump, no. They both say huge, because one of them's from Vermont and the other one's from New York. They're both East Coasters. They both say huge. Bernie Sanders says it more like huge. Yeah, but, you know, I'm not Bernie Sanders. I'm doing my best, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm from Indiana and also a girl, kind of. Donald Trump goes, huge. There were no issues. Why are you guys so problem. good? Why are you guys, like, better at... I'm really bad at impressions. Jordan, you've met me. <laughs> Fair enough. Impressions are kind of my whole jam. I wish the listeners could see the way Gavin, like, got all close to the camera and lifted his brain. It was a whole thing. Listeners. <laughs> yes, I'm very animated. That's why we have the camera. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I will I will be I will be inflicting savage terrifying harm to get back to the story. It it was huge and we did it. <laughs> uh, this time the uh your blaster fire you you you're getting better that inf- that data you gathered, right? You're getting better at pinpointing their weak spots and um just fire right behind the cockpit um, where the like long uh, back train is is attached and the ship splits in two and um, both sections begin to hurtle out of control until they eventually collide with rocks and explode. They go boom. They go boomy. <laughs> Uh, and I have to pick two, which seems weird. Because two bad things have to happen, because it was only a mixed success. Yeah, two bad whole things have to happen. <laughs> I love how this game is very, like, you did the thing you wanted to do, but also. Yes. <laughs> and that's, like, yes. the whole game. Yep. Yes. It's just, a, it's just a long train of consequences. Yeah. Um, Instead of yes and, it's yes but. It is. No, it's yes and, and then this also happens. Yeah. <laughs> the yes and, the and is not what I wanted. Chaotic, evil improv. So the something or someone important to you is harmed is you see um, a, a point blank blaster or, or, you know, big cannon fire come from the warship and uh, just kind of blow off cleanly one of the uh, dorsal fins of this um, ship, which kind of like writhes in pain as uh, it is still harpooned. Um, and then uh, the uh, you see the bay where the fighters originally came from, two more... Uh, peel out and start making a beeline in the direction that you were last uh, spotted. So that's the others will come after you. Can can I uh, do a 
I want to spend a data and do information as power. Okay. And I'd we like to do data. it. We have six. Um, That's a lot. <laughs> have, Why are we using I, these? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is something I was looking at. I just like today. to shoot like, things. Because it's just like a, it's the it literally says this is a catch all. <laughs> so it's like it's just good. So but you spend a currency to get the good benefit. So yeah. I wanted to get some information on the um, on the warship itself and see if there's something that we could do to expedite the the freeing of this ship. Sure. You notice the barnacles that you um, have encountered previously being fired as like a, that supersonic weapon um, mm-hmm. on the enemy ship. And you ascertain that if those were somehow to fire in this closed in this closed space, the the moon would amplify them in a in a way that would be that could be targeted back at the warship. Mm. It's almost like this big giant arced moon is like a ton is like a sound tunnel that's just going to be like an an amplifier. Got it. So if we like, sorry, I'm just like processing. If we were able to like get the ship to go a certain way, it could work against them. Like to move a certain way, then we could. If you can, if where the ship is positioned right now, mm-hmm. if you could get those the, that weapon to fire, it would it would blast back at them. Ah. Okay, okay. Listen, listen, folks. While Demi is trying to fix it, we are going to just start picking little pot shots at this uh, <laughs> at this thing and see if we can get it to fire on us. See what happens. All right, Captain. I think the sound, those sound cannons, I think we might be able to use this as a... Uh, uh, use this moon to our benefit. Let's see if it works. You got two little fighters um, bearing down on you again. They haven't they haven't reached you yet, uh, but mm-hmm. within you know a couple of minutes they're gonna be they're gonna be right down your throat again. Um, Samson has noticed that uh, the warship is in in a disadvantageous position currently. Um, that if they fire their own weapons. Um, they could they could actually do damage to themselves, and that could be enough to free the gondola ship. However, as you're <clears throat> thinking about this, thinking about that plan, Lorena sticks in the back of your mind. Anything that you do to the warship, you risk uh, her life as well. And um, so you're in a sticky situation where... Uh, you don't know how you're going to come out of it yet. There is a the beginnings of a path to victory. Mm-hmm.